Let's start off with our first story, though. Eco-bricks. What is an eco-brick and how do we look at plastic pollution? Well, the co-founder and director of Kutaza Foundation is on the line, Sipo Mabusela. Sipo, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Sipo, what's happening today at um, Deep Sluit Extension 6? So essentially today um, we will be involved with doing three things. So the first thing is a cleanup. Yeah. Uh, secondly, where we'll be cleaning up after that's done, then we'll be planting some indigenous trees, so eight indigenous trees. Yeah. And then the last one, which is starting at about 11, it's an eco-center groundbreaking ceremony where essentially we'll be breaking down with different partners and NGOs that we work with yeah. for an eco-center that will be built using eco-bricks. So I have two questions around that. Let's talk first of all around eco-bricks. What is an eco-brick? How does one make it? Super, super easy as far as I understand. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it is. It's, it's an easy process that sometimes can get a bit messy at the same time. So an eco-brick is essentially like a... Okay, wait, Sipa, I'm going uh, to ask you not to move around um, and maybe try and stay still. Your, your voice is kind of coming and going. Uh, okay. It, so, so sorry. If you can explain the eco brick to us. Okay. So I was saying that an eco brick is essentially a, let's say, a plastic bottle. Yeah. That is filled with, very compressed with um, non-recyclable and non-biodegradable materials. So these could be like plastic straws, plastic wrap, chip packets, you know, earbuds, and and all of that. So I could uh, I could uh-huh. say I could get a plastic cold drink bottle like one of those big whatever Coca Cola fans whatever those big bottles, and then I just start to shove in all my hard plastic waste. Yes, so yes, you can you could do that. I think that the trick is, I, I usually say to people that there's a difference between an eco brick and and a plastic blood bottle that's been shoved <laughs> with with stuff. <laughs> yes, right? exactly. Because. <laughs> What usually happens is people, you know, um, would put the materials that I mentioned, but not compress them. Yeah. So then that just becomes a container with plastic. But the eco brick itself needs to be compressed from the bottom till till the top, yeah. not not in the bottom. And you start putting it at the top because once you've missed it from the bottom, then you won't get it right. Okay, so it's better if people don't make their own bricks, but just that they bring the bottles to you. Is that what you're saying? No, no. What I'm trying to say is that sometimes people don't compress as much as they should, yeah. and then now it leaves us at a because certain I want to say standard that an eco brick needs to be in so that yeah. it can perform the function that it needs to perform. It can either be to build a gardening structure, or which in the case of today, which would be to build a a structure or a eco center structure. So if the the eco brick is not done correctly then the structure in itself can be compromised. Okay, Sipo, I need to go to a break. And I think when I come back, I very quickly just want to ask you about the Deep Sluit Eco Brick Center and how that's going to be built as well. So let's go to the break and we'll come back to that in a moment. Your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. 721, we're going back to that story with Sipu Mabusela, co-founder and director of the Kutaza Foundation. They're having a groundbreaking ceremony in Deep Sluit Extension 6 in Soweto, focusing on the Deep Sluit Eco Brick Center. Now, 
Sipo, first, we've discussed how one makes an eco-brick with a plastic cold drink bottle and uh, compacting the plastic inside it. If people need tips and advice on how to do it, where do they go? Where do they look? Look, we, we've got a website, Kutaza Foundation. Yeah. Um, and then on there, there is some, some information around that. Um, we, what we also do is when it's either in childhood development centers or high schools or with the scouts, sometimes we get, in, we get called in and we ask to give that training as well. So that's something that we can do. So it's either on our website or people can call us and ask us to come in and then we can give that training. But I think there's also a lot of, I mean, it's EcoBricks are done all over the world. So yes. there's also some information that's available on the web, uh, on, 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 online as well. Um, that people can look up. Fantastic. And in fact, Chris just uh, WhatsApp to say, you won't believe how much material you can get into one bottle, but you have to do it properly. And as you start putting the stuff in the bottle, you must start compressing it. And you must compress it either with a strong stick or a metal poker or the handle of a heavy-duty wooden spoon. Heavy-duty being the operative word. Sipo, in closing, this um, this eco-brick center that you're building, is the whole thing going to be made out of eco-bricks? Yes, yes, yes. I think what I want to stress is this is a project that we were we were roped into by Kim Sani and Earthly Touch, so yeah. they are NPOs based in Dipset. But yes, it will be built with EcoBricks. I think they've already built a classroom with yeah. EcoBricks, which which is really good. So yeah, it will be built with just EcoBricks. But then obviously the roof, the windows, and stuff like that will be what everyone is used to. Absolutely brilliant. Sipo, thanks so much for joining us. Sipo Mabusela, co-founder and director of the Kutaza Foundation. And if you want to go online and check out their work, K-H-U-T-H-A-Z-A foundation.co.za. J.E. Briggs sending us a picture of a um, uh, starting to build an eco-brick, it would seem, and certainly one an opportunity to do things really brilliantly differently. 723.